What's up guys, welcome to another episode here on Jumping Bases, and this one here is another special episode. We have two great guests, and I'm here with my co-host Steve. Steve, talk to me. That's right. What's up, Kamari? Thank you for the intro. What's up, everybody? It's Steve. We got to say another thank you to our sponsors, AT&T, Since the Sandbox, and Oxygen, but let's introduce our two important guests today. Who we got here? Listen, Robert Lewis Jr., president and founder of The Base, but actually my last Jumping Bases as you know, be my last time here at the base before I move on. So great to be with you, Steve. Thank great you. to be with you, Kamari. <laughs> and then you're going to hear from the celebrity, the person we really want to hear from. And we're going to turn it over to Miss E. My name is Laurie DePina. I'm the base site director. Come on, Laurie. Laurie, come on, tell come me on, about come you, Laurie. Come, come on, come on. Come on, come on Laurie. How'd you get here? How'd you get involved? What are you up to? I'm a base mom. My son, A.T., started off at the base when he was 12 years old. I'm from Rhode Island, so we traveled in the beginning every Saturday, and then he got more and more involved with it, and it was like three or four times a week that we were coming up. And Robert, at that time, um, because I was around so much, asked me to you know do simple little things like give out T-shirts, help with registration, and then offered me um, a consultant job and help grow the girls' base softball and baseball program at that time and then he gave me an unbelievable job offer two and a half years ago and offered position as a base site director so I've been here at the base for a while that's awesome that's awesome and now uh, you talked about AT and now we have Kamari AT they're doing the esports and Mm -hmm. also part of you know jumping bases our Saturday program it's just kind of crazy to see you know how that all worked out especially hearing your story and how you were originally, you know, connected with Rob. But Rob, what was something that that really stuck out to you about Laurie that that really made uh, you want to make her, you know, the site director? There were a few things. I I had had the privilege of working with Laurie many, many years ago when we were doing a lot of gang work in the community street workers program. And Laurie at that time was the only female street worker we had and actually was the first female street worker doing gang work in the country. It really was, you know, reconnecting with Laurie and Laurie getting back and her son being involved and her really helping out. And, you know, then she and another parent helped to do a fundraiser to raise money for the base and showing up and being there for our girls. And I knew that's what we needed at the organization is someone that was going to show up, someone who's going to care. You've seen, you know, her love and caring as a mom, but also she had experience. She had experience around young people. She had experience in program design, planning, development. And that was just at that time what we really needed. So, it was like, actually, it was an easy decision to make. And, and I feel like the base and I were fortunate that she said yes. Laurie, was it as easy for you? No, it wasn't. It took me about three months. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is his job offer. So I was, you know, working for the state. I worked for the Department of Children, Youth, and Families. I was an educational service coordinator. I was comfortable. You know, I had my network. I knew my job well. And then he, you know, he offered me the position. And this is what he, true, honest, the God, what do you he said to me, he's like, I can offer you, you uncertainty. I don't know if the base will be open. I don't know if you'll get a paycheck. Like he just listed all the things that could possibly go wrong with the position. And it actually almost all happened <laughs> during COVID. But you know, it was, I could stay at my job and be very comfortable and still be there. But I was pushing paper mostly. Like mm-hmm. I was making changes, but it was at the policy level and, and things like that. It didn't feel good when you went to work every day. Here I get to 
work. I have amazing staff and colleagues that I work with every day, and I get to see the base and interact with uh, base student athletes and their families, and that's like joyful to me. That's right. Even though I have to travel up. <laughs> that's awesome. But Kamari, now obviously you know a, a lot of a lot of what Laurie was sharing. You know the experience and, and just the impact with the kids. Can I have you kind of? You know, go a little bit more in depth with that because, like you say, you call yourself Mr. Energy. The kids here at the base, they look up to you. Uh, you run the esports program with AT now, and you were a base alumni doing basketball. And, you know, every single time, you know, the, the kids are in the building, they're always asking, Where's Kamari at? So just go a little bit more in depth with that. Honestly, bro, I just, you know, it was just God willing, bro. You know, being here, the experience, you know what I mean? I still learn things every day. Um, I meet different individuals and different walks of life, you know. Being a, being a kid that came from the inner city and got got caught up in the wrong things and seeing both sides of it, you know, you, you set out to do something, you want to be different, you know what I mean? Growing up, you know what I mean? Most kids looked up to, like, NBA players and, like, rappers and stuff like that, you know. And I for me, I feel like I was always looking at, like, the homies on the corner and stuff because they were the ones that had the new Benzes. They were the ones that had the new Jordans and stuff. So, you know what I mean? I, I kind of wanted to change that narrative, but I love everything about the base. I love the kids here. They could be annoying. Um, <laughs> the little ones, you know what I mean? So, it's a, like I say, bro, um, it's definitely a blessing and um, it's cool. You know, I, I have little kids walking up to me asking me if they're a base celebrity yet or am I a base celeb yet? You know what I mean? It's just That's just a word I made up. So, it's really cool you know when you start trends and stuff you you and it makes them feel comfortable like i had kids girls talk to me about boys and it makes me cringe and stuff <laughs> just like i'm happy that they talk to me about it you know rather because they just, look up to you yeah rather than keep it to themselves so like like for, for laura you know what i mean um is i guess it's just taking a risk you know what i mean you don't really know what you're walking into you know what i mean i just i just came here and just to hang out just to stay out of trouble for one summer you know and it, it led me here so and just I'm, I'm very i'm very graceful yeah so now know? now you're here and you're going to be a part of you know the alumni engagement group we just got out yes. of a meeting there yes. um and just you know trying to keep you know the base in, in unison and together laurie something that that you said when we heard about the news of rob leaving is that we have to make sure that we are always going to be the best team and I feel like that's really important. And, you know, it starts with us being hands-on with the kids, right? And it, it's, and it goes back to, you know, all those meetings that we take place in on a monthly basis with our program teams, development teams, and just things like that that are always keeping the kids' best interest and safety involved. But there's just been so many amazing things that I've seen, you know, coming to the base. And I kind of feel like I've opened up to be a little bit more of like myself even here. And not that I wasn't myself before. I clearly Steve Toro, Steve Toro. Come on, uh, at Steve. All times. Come on, um, Steve. But you know, like working at East Boston High School, like I don't have like the capabilities to express myself the way I do here and have like the interactions with the kids. Obviously, you know, in the classrooms, you you do have good interactions with kids, but it's different because that's a school setting, and a lot of the time, you know. When kids see a substitute teacher, their first thing is, oh, this is a free block. This is an off block. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, when I'm in the classrooms there, I'm doing my best to kind of take that mentor figure on because I know the kids are tuned out. The teacher's not here for the day. We know what it's like to have a substitute Literally. teacher, you know what I mean? Literally. But I actually had a, an interesting conversation with a group of girls at, at Eastie a, a couple of weeks ago, and they were talking about relationships and social media and things like that. And... I didn't realize that when I was talking to the kids that like the whole classroom was like actually listening because it was mm. just a group of girls that started the conversation. They were talking about, you know, like, what do you what do you things do you consider in a high school relationship? They were asking me because they knew um, Danielle's sister, Brittany, who's over at the school. And um, they were just saying like, oh, like if 
I care about somebody now, but I know I'm not going to be with him like in the future, this and that. Um, what do you suggest? And, you know, I just always say be honest and be upfront. You know, that's always that's always how you should carry yourself. And you never really think of, you know, how the other person on, on the side is really feeling, you know, with, with things like that. So that's what I feel like we do here um, well as well. Um, just really make sure that the kids can be the best versions of themselves. And, and we help to, to bring that out of them. Love that. I love that. And Laurie, so what what is it that, you know, when you're pulling your team together, you know, what are the things that either you're expecting or what are the things that you would love for these young folks to get from this experience at the base and in particular with the work you're doing programmatically? First and foremost, I just, we always keep the kids first, right? And we want them, the minute they come into the door, feel like we love them. We love them so much and we're going to be tough on them. We're going to give them plenty of opportunities, but I want them to feel like they're part of the base family. And I think they do. And, and it shows like the minute they come up, it was great. Just even Sammy, I was in the classroom and I hadn't seen Sammy in a week and he runs up and like he wanted his hug. Yeah. Like, and that's the expectation here is that everybody, like we still do love hugs, even though it's COVID. <laughs> that they feel loved and if we keep them in the forefront everything else just kind of falls in place mm. that's right uh, i love that and then another thing i want to ask you Lori. you know there's always a saying that a good a good organization a good company starts with the head of it and you know you you're and ultimately you're responsible for all of us you're responsible for a lot of people so how how um how do you balance everything how do you make sure you know to make sure you do what you have to do and also like make sure that your staff is uh you know you hold your staff accountable but also make sure that they're comfortable you know what i mean because in my opinion yet you're not you're you're different than anything <laughs> i ever had you know what i mean like you know like so like i just want to know like what, what when it comes to that direction like what moves you as a as a leader and what how could you relate to your young staff and keep us involved and wanting us to keep it about the kids and stuff like that so like what what like what do you do with like that you guys are amazing like you bring so much energy and and knowledge and you know I think for me it's just letting you express who you are and just giving you some guidance and and really just the opportunity to do what you want to do right you know you might come in and ask like Kamari like you might ask like help me with a one pager because I'm having a group and like that's my job is just to help you but you figured it out right we sat down together but it was really just you doing the document and I was just kind of typing <laughs> but you know just giving like wherever they get kind of not stuck but like just if you need assistance that's what I'm just here for right like just to bounce ideas off but really like it's you guys moving it I'm just there to help you move it mm. and move it along Absolutely. And I think I've learned a lot of that. A lot of the stuff that I do with you guys is what Robert did when I walked in. Okay, right? okay. So it makes a lot Even of sense. Even though I had a lot of experience doing what I was doing in, in Rhode Island, you know, and a lot of it did carry over, but I didn't have a network, and, and he knew that, and the job was different. Even though I was a mom, but learning that position, but he allowed me to grow. And one thing he did is, is he meant toward me. Every week he met with me. He took me to every meeting he went. So I learned about the base and how he approached and his leadership style. And really, I'm just copying what he did for me with the rest of my staff. He allowed me to be me. He allowed me to give me the time to grow into my position. And, you know, he would give little, he doesn't give advice, but he gave a lot of wisdom Oh, areas that, that I needed to grow in. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I hope I do for my colleagues. 
Awesome. I love that. Thank Experience you. and wisdom. I'll never forget that. Hey, those those are two of Kamari's favorite words. Literally, I did you that. Experience and wisdom. I was on his podcast talking about experience. Yeah. You want to talk about experience? Experience? All right. So to just wrap up this this episode, Laurie, we just had our February vacation where the, the kids were off and we had them uh, this week from 10 to 1. I'm not sure if that's going to continue yet tomorrow or not, but do you mind reflecting a little bit on the week, um, what we provided for the kids, and just giving a quick rundown to our base friends and family? Jeez, Steve, like you ran it. <laughs> Steve, you ran the whole thing. So, I mean, you could answer that. What I loved is that um, the kids connect- connected. We had we had four base high school students as interns. I think that's that's incredible. One who doesn't even speak English, he's learning, but he did a remarkable job being able to relate. And, Shout and out Joel. Joel, <laughs> yes, Joel, absolutely. Wow. And it must have been tough because there is that language mm. barrier. But we knew he had, he can do it. He's in a him. leader. Yeah. We see that every week. And him in the, in the cages teaching the little ones how to do it. You know, and Alana and then the two high school, uh, Alejandro and I forgot the other young man's name but it was amazing so that was a great takeaway that we could have our high school uh, students as our interns for the week seeing the excitement the minute they walked in the door we had a robotics challenge today shout out to steve he organized (laughs) the whole thing i love it Um, i love it yes 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 they had to work as a team and be able to communicate build an arm and do um a task it was amazing to see our young people do robotics six to nine years old six to nine yes it was amazing the esports kamari like you in there teaching them not just about it's not just about gaming but about marketing and branding and all those other things that go into that field we had a dodgeball tournament every day we did some nutritional so amber was out there like making the sandwiches talking about you know what's in a carrot you know, is a tomato or a fruit or a vegetable? Like all those things matter, but they could answer that. Yeah. You know, and then we had our partners, um, Boston Community Pediatrics came in and did a smoothie. So it was all those experience that we're giving to those young people. So That's I think that was, but it really came down to the staff. I didn't really do anything. <laughs> it was, it was definitely a really fun week and it was really exciting. Now we're going to wrap up this episode. So Rob, I'm going to let you close it out, but I just want to say thank you for really making sure that Jumping Bases always had your presence involved. It really means a lot to me, and I know uh, Kamari as well. I'm thankful for everything. Yo, you don't even know. Like, you don't even know. So I can't even. I, like, I'm in debt for you forever, bro. Like, honestly, I'm happy that I'm happy that we were able to cross paths. I'm, yes. you're, you're going on to do great things. I, you know, I know you're going to do amazing over there. And, and, and on top of that, you're going to be coaching. You know what I mean? That's right. Yes, yes. Jump in. Bases. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, everybody, stay tuned in to Jumping Bases. Jumping Bases is one of the hottest things, one of the hottest podcasts. Hear from our young folks, hear from our staff, hear from community leaders, led by the great Steve and Kamari. And, you know, just their story is powerful within itself. So, again... You know, remember, we're investing and we're developing an urban talent pipeline. You know, believe in our young folks, love our young folks, have expectations for our young folks, and they'll achieve, they'll achieve the dreams that they set forth. So I just love that Jumping Bases creates that platform to share the good messages and the great stories of the greatness that's happening within our community, within our families, and within our young folks. That's awesome. And we'll see you on next time for our next episode of Jumping Bases. Jumping Bases.